What's going on, guys? Happy Monday. Welcome to episode 38 of the Murder Mentality of 2022. I don't know how many of these I've done total, but I think it's a lot. <coughs> it's it's well over well over 100. I, I want to say it's at least 150 probably at this point in time because I started like mid-September. Um, all right, well, I've got my favorite recent book in my hands again here. I'm going to probably do this with a lot of books as I read through them throughout the years and stuff. Um, but, uh, as per usual, man, like, uh, I feel like when my heart's in the right place, I open a book and I get the right answers that I'm looking for every time. Um, and I want to thank God for that. Thank you so much for being in my heart, Lord. Thank you for, you know, consistently offering me the information I need if my heart's open and ready to receive it. So, um, here's something that, um, personally, uh, I think that, you know, has been somewhat of a struggle in my life lately. And I've been trying to figure out how to work with it because, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I feel like is like maybe the lesser of two evils to handle particular situations that I'm confronted with. And I opened a book to uh, this page here. Um, uh, if in doubt, don't. <laughs> and, uh, fuck, kick my ass. It's good stuff though. All right. I'm going to just read this whole thing real quickly because I feel like it's, it's worthy of just uh, further notes on this as well. All right. Um, one day a hunter comes across a bear in the woods and the bear says to the hunter, I want a full stomach. The hunter responded, well, I want a fur coat. Let's compromise, suggested the bear and then ate the man. And as a result, they both got what they wanted. The bear walked away with a full stomach and a man went away wrapped in fur. The hunter learned the lesson of compromise. So when deciding the lesser of two evils, choose neither. In Deuteronomy 30, 19, the Lord said to his people, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. You and I have a choice. Every day we must choose between life and death. We should never settle for anything. We always seek the best. It is rarely a strong man that urges compromise in any situation. A compromise is often way more expensive than either of the alternatives. The call of God is a call to excellence, not to mediocrity. <laughs> if anything is worth doing well, it's worth doing well. If you can't do it with excellence, don't bother. Someone once asked, if you don't have the time to do it right, when will you have the time to do it over? <laughs> well, I could definitely take it to heart that, that I need to slow down sometimes and take a much more measured approach at things I do. I love it. All right. When people allow compromise in one area, it always leaks and begins to affect other areas. It allows lies, deceit, and error to creep in and take over. I know people who have turned from the Lord completely. The troubles started with compromises. They began to give in a little to things which soon became bigger things. It wasn't long before compromise began to infiltrate their personal lives and eventually it overtook and overwhelmed them. In Proverbs 4, the writer warns us, ponder the path of your feet and let all of your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Don't allow compromise to creep in and destroy. Goosebumps again. You can't say, well, I'll compromise in this one area and everything else will be okay. Once it has a foothold, compromise grows and spreads and what you compromise, you lose. Be a person of integrity and guard your reputation and the reputation of Jesus Christ and his church if the only way others can tell that you're a Christian is from the fish symbol that is on your business card, please do us all a favor and take it off. Take a stand right now today against compromise. All right. So 
that's a lot to unpack, but let's just talk about it, man. Cause you know, I, uh, I spend so much fucking time thinking I talk a lot for being as much of an introvert as I am. A lot of people would not think that I'm an introvert, but I really think that when it comes down to it, I am a massive, massive introvert when alone, when I'm alone, I love to sit and just think and like explore ideas and then share them with people when I see them, you know, it's something that it, I very much like turn on and off. Um, because I'm just as comfortable being alone as I am being around people, but that's because I've learned to do that. Now, let's just talk about that a little bit. Like how, you know, all of us hear how important compromise is. And I think that there's something to be said when it comes to like uh, family, people that we love, people that we're in relationships with, stuff like that, and learning what compromise looks like from a healthy perspective. But compromise from a healthy perspective means that both people benefit and that neither one of them necessarily get exactly what they want. But I think in this context, what people are talking about is like compromise from a totally different perspective. We're talking about when we like compromise our values, when we compromise our honesty, compromise our work ethic, compromise anything. And I've talked about this before. A person who lies once finds it easy to lie again. And the more you do it, you reinforce that behavior. Um, Lacey talks about it in a way that I really liked, was where she calls it registering success. And I love that she says it like that because like what's happening is that your brain, your soul, your subconscious is registering success and failure at everything it does consistently. All right? And if it's registering success at shitty behaviors and still getting results... <laughs> Well, you're going to reinforce those shitty behaviors whether or not you want to. And the thing is, is that your subconscious is actually doing the driving 90% of the time. Your conscious mind is rationalizing the decisions that your subconscious mind is making. But your subconscious mind acts on what the conscious mind feeds it. All right? Mind fuck, right? All right. Now, who would have thought that you'd be receiving a lesson like this from somebody with face tattoos? And no technical education, but I read a lot, okay? I read a lot. And the thing about this here is that, like, you are programming yourself at all times. At all times. And sometimes you'll have a traumatic response or a traumatic event that will program you very quickly, like, oftentimes very negatively. Things that I'm dealing with currently right now, like, I literally... I'm looking into talking to some therapists about how I can address some of the PTSD regarding Cassie's passing and some of the other things that happened when I was a child. It's not to say that I'm not doing good, but I want to do better, you know? <laughs> and so I think that we lose in our winning season and win in our losing season. Like, we forget that the habits we establish when we're doing good are what's going to carry us through when things are bad, you know? And I've proven to myself over and over again through the hardest times that I can crush it in the difficult times. So that means that I need to crush it in the easy times too. In fact, if I can't bring that same type of energy, you know, everybody's always saying, keep that energy, keep that energy, keep that fucking energy. Quit compromising because you don't feel like something. All right. Like quit not doing something because it just doesn't sound fun. But when you're in a pinch, you'll fucking do it because you have to. Well, Inky Johnson said something that I really loved on the subject and is like, if you're doing only what's required, who gives a fuck? It's required. It's, of course you're not going to shine. Of course you're not going to be outstanding. It ties directly into what we were talking about yesterday. And that was the act, the art, the skill 
of going the extra mile. Okay? So going the extra mile in all things, to tie that into yesterday, also talks and, and to me speaks volumes about the idea that we must not compromise our work ethic, we must not compromise our focus, we must not compromise what's important to us, or we will inevitably get what we don't want. All right? Where focus goes, energy flows. And if your focus is on always trying to avoid conflict, which is something that I've struggled massively with in my life, you will multiply the conflicts. The longer you wait to address something, the worse it fucking gets. Let me use a very clear example that I've lived through personally, all right? Drugs. When I was a kid, I remember taking all the dairy programs, say no to drugs, no drugs, no drugs. I'm never going to do drugs. I'm going to sign a piece of paper to my teacher that says I'll never do drugs. All right? But then I got around some people that did them. You know, and I was like just so wanting to be fit in, so wanting to have people accept me for who I was that like it, I, I compromised on the fact that I shouldn't be around people that did drugs. And then before long, you know, I compromised the idea that I, I could have friends that did it, but I wouldn't. And then, you know, I did that. And it happened as a snowball effect where it, it would be imperceptible to the person going through it. And you might notice it, but because you've compromised so many times, you're like, well, it's just how it is. It's not a big deal. <laughs> so it's hard to stop because once you've compromised, it snowballs. And before you know it, you're living in a trap house, smoking rock with other fucking heads that are fucking 50 years old. And you're fucking 16, 17 years old and smoking crack with old crackheads that are telling you to get your shit together while they're smoking crack with you. <laughs> and that's a very extreme example, but it's not so far-fetched. It's not so difficult to imagine that little compromises result in big-ass problems. Think about this time when you compromise something with the quality of your job, okay? And then next time you're like, well, fuck, it's not that big of a deal. Nobody noticed the last time. And then before you know it, you're getting coached by your boss or something like that. Like, hey, man, we need to have you, you know, really up the quality standards here. It's, it's just so easy for us to call it in. And I think that that's what ties so much into the message from yesterday is compromise implies not going the extra mile. <laughs> it implies not exploring the options fully and understanding what you're doing and making a decision based off of that. It implies not wanting to bother. It implies being uncomfortable with some of the decisions that you have to make. Well, the thing about it fucking is, you know, they say integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's looking. Cool. If somebody's always looking. You and God are always looking. But let's just take that a step further, man. Integrity is doing the right thing when it's massively fucking uncomfortable for you. Integrity is doing the right thing when you fucking hate the idea of having to do that because of whatever the fuck is inside of you that's warring with the right thing. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Isn't it weird how we fight against the right things, but the wrong things come so naturally? It's because it's a snowball effect. Isn't it weird how the things that build us up, we avoid, but the things that tear us down, we run to? Going the extra mile, period. If it's something that makes you want to do it just because it sounds good, just because it'll make you feel good right then, just because it's convenient, just because it's whatever the fuck. If it's something that's easy and soft, it's probably not worth your fucking time.
And I love what he says there because I have struggled with this a lot where like I try to make slight and minor fucking adjustments to something that really needs to be grabbed a hold of and being like, and done. And that's like, if you don't have the time to do it fucking right, when are you going to have the time to do it over? And if you're like me, as much as I love running into that brick wall and headbutting it over and over again, I get really pissed about it really fucking quick. I get really frustrated really quick and it starts to leak over into everything in my fucking life if it doesn't get addressed. And then before I know it, I'm walking around with a fucking man period, 24-7, irritated at everything, fucking emotional, angry, not wanting to do shit, being demotivated, fucking depressed, all this shit, just because there was one uncomfortable decision that needed to be made and stuck to in an uncompromising, persistent, and consistent fashion. And because I didn't do that one thing, everything else is out the fucking window. It literally says it right there. Like It creeps the fuck in. It's like a vine. It gets whole and it starts rotting the shit that's underneath it, destroying the foundation. You need to rip compromise in that aspect out of your fucking life. Never choose the lesser of two evils. Just don't choose and go do something else. You really do have so much options in modern life. You, there's just endless options. Like Whenever we say the words like, oh, I had to choose the lesser of two evils, rarely... Rarely is that a requirement that we had to make that choice. And sometimes what we're really doing is we're overusing a phrase when it was we had to choose what we wanted versus what we needed. We had to choose one uncomfortable thing that we knew was bad as fuck versus another uncomfortable thing, which is maybe more uncomfortable, but the right thing to fucking do. I don't really ever believe that God puts us in a situation where we have to choose evil or evil. I think we're always put in a decision or a situation where we have to choose good or evil. And oftentimes, good doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel comfortable. Comfort doesn't make you grow. And I, I will say it again. I don't believe, I don't believe that there's any real, like, situation ever where you're going to be put down where you have to choose the lesser of two evils. I agree with you somewhat there, Donnie, like the only elections do we choose the lesser of two evils. But like, even then, I feel like what if we all were to collectively do and stop compromising on this bullshit system and demand some type of a change, there is a third option. But most people are too concerned with actually choosing the lesser of two evils and just trying to find whatever way is the most comfortable because it's very difficult and scary to band together and, and try to influence massive change. It's Everybody wants to hate on the people that are doing that. Not to mention, too, that you might not get it. But hey, if there's any time to start, man, let's start now. I'm on, your, I'm on board. Let's do it, dog. <laughs> but I want you to find something in your life that you're compromising and it's pissing you the fuck off. Because that's what it is. I mean, guaranteed, if there's that one itching, angry, frustrating thing that happens all the fucking time and you don't know how to handle it, that's the thing you're compromising in. That's how it works for me. And I think that we're a lot more alike than we want to admit. <laughs> and find out one thing and really look at it and be like, what the fuck have I been avoiding doing because it's not fun or comfortable to do? And then just grab the fuck a hold of it and do it. I did this morning. <laughs> feel way better about it. It's weird. It's, it's fucking weird. feel like a whole ass new man because of it. Even though what I, the decision I made was comfortable. But I know, and this is exactly why we have this love affair with warrior cultures in our, in our society because... We don't have shit anymore 
that makes us feel that type of fucking manliness, that type of, uh, you know, just humanity with having to make decisions that are hard as fuck and just live with the fucking results. It's too easy for us to take something back. And so, just like I read in another chapter, let's start spend more fucking time making decisions that we can't take back and less time trying to him and haw and compromise on decisions that are fucking weak shit. God is never going to call you to do something that's not difficult and doesn't require faith. Otherwise, it's not of God. It's just somebody trying to make you feel better, and I guess we know who the fuck that is. All right? Big love, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.